And a good Sunday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Joe Gannon, along with Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're here to give you information and helpful tips on your major home appliances. All the way from now through the hour of uh, 7 o'clock up to 8 o'clock, we're going to give you information that will save you money, make you a smarter consumer, and know a little more about major home appliances. So, how to join us? Well, the subject is washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, humidifier on the side of your furnace. We cover it all right here. And how to reach us and get on the air, which we want you to do very badly. Here's our co-host, engineer, director. Uh, he's just about everything there is on this show. His name is Donald the Hammer Schuster. I have often walked down this street before, but the pavement always stayed beneath my feet before. All at once am I several stories high, knowing I'm on the street where you live. Very Hello, good, Joe. Donald. Very, very good this morning. That goes out to Kathy and Karen, a couple of the ladies that stopped by yesterday with your appearance at Hyloft's Appliances in Chelsea. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but I wanted to dedicate that song to them and thank them for coming on out and say good morning to our listeners. We uh, say hello to you and uh, hope you have a great Sunday and invite you now to help us help you by giving us a call. Joe Gannon is in the house. You know how he answers your questions regarding any appliance repair problems you might be having or maybe any appliance purchases that you're thinking of making. You want to give him a call right now so he can help you out and help save you some money. So here is the phone number you can call and call right now to help us get this new show, new day, new hour started. The number is 800-859-0957. Another way to remember that is 800-8590-WJR. Now, we ask you to call us because that gives you a chance to talk with Joe and Joe to talk with you, and you go back and forth and really drill down on your situation. But if you can't call us and you can't text us, then text us at the same phone numbers with your name, location, and your question. Again, this number either to call or to text right now, 800-859-0957. At 7.52 this morning, right before the end of the show at 8 o'clock, Joe is going to be talking to Mark Ratliff from Hartford and Ratliff. Hartford and Ratliff is your trusted furnace and water heater expert in Metro Detroit for over 65 years, the original hot water specialist since 1955. So they're going to be talking about all kinds of issues that all of us should be kind of aware of and keep our eyes focused on, including that it's not too late for customers to have their boilers checked before the season gets full bore. So that is Mark Ratliff uh, from Hartford and Ratliff talking with Joe Gannon this morning at 7.52. All right, Joe, let's hop in and let's just start out uh, helping people. Uh, Let's go to our caller from Chuck in Trenton. He's got a problem with this refrigerator. Hello, Chuck. Thanks for calling. And how may we help you? Hi, Joe. This is Chuck. Uh, I called you two weeks ago about my refrigerator going on and off, on and off, and you told me you thought it was uh, the uh, overload on the on the capacitor and the con- condenser. Anyhow, I went to Boston and got a new one and uh, put it on and everything. 
and it did the same thing. And uh, finally, it uh, it went away and it ran for a whole week until last Saturday, Sunday morning. It went out again, and uh, I tried to call you, but it was too late. It was like 7:30, so uh, it was off until Monday morning. And uh, I decided I took all my uh, food out, took it downstairs, and put a refrigerator downstairs. And um, I was going to call, uh, I, you know, uh, somebody to come out and see if I could fix this. Give me a problem, what, what the problem was. And uh, so before I could find anybody, it came back on. And it ran all week until yesterday morning. It went out again about 7 o'clock and on and on and on and off. And it's been off ever since. And uh, I'm standing in front of it right now. And the light on the... Uh, water and ice maker is on, and the refrigerator and, and side light is on. But other than that, it's, it's dead. What kind of refrigerator is that? Maytag. A what? A Maytag. A Maytag. How old? Oh, about twelve years old, I guess. All right. Which is the expected lifespan announced by the manufacturers of refrigerators, the expected lifespan of a refrigerator made today is 12 years. Mm-hmm. Now, you're there. I don't know. The fan motor that's underneath by the compressor, is it running or is every... Well, every you, everything's off. It's, everything's it's, off. When it... When it, when it uh, Cycles on and off. If the fan comes on and goes off, a fan comes oh. on and goes off, on and off. And, okay. Uh, panel lights. The panel lights come on and off, on and off. But now everything is completely dead. The only thing on now is the refrigerator, right? On inside the refrigerator. I, yeah. I changed that overload you told me about. I bussins. I got nothing. Bussins. Yeah. And put a new one on, but it didn't. It didn't help. Well, there's one thing left to experiment with. And that's the cold control. The knob where you turn on the refrigerator, that's your cold control. You might try replacing that. I don't know what the expense is. How much did you spend for that really overload? Uh, $65. Oh, my. Now, it it has a, a capacitor on it, too. And I didn't know about that. And uh, does that have anything to do with it? Well, capacitors usually go bad. And uh, and when they're bad, they're bad just one time. So well, where, I, where, where is the off and on control at? I don't, I don't have no off and on control. Well, yeah, you do. In the product itself, when you open the door, there's got to be a control there, a temperature control. Well, you, it says cold, cold is chilled. But but there's there's nothing on it. Yet. It's coldest chiller, colder control, cold. Well, that's your cold control. Yeah. How how do you operate it? I mean, there's nothing there to, to operate it on. There's nothing there. No, you got three little holes. Can you turn it? No, there's nothing to turn. It's just flat. Oh, it's a touchpad. Right. Well, I don't 
That's your board. You've got a touchpad control on this refrigerator. You don't have a dial like the old days. You got a touchpad. Right? There's a circuit board in the back. That's right. You've got a board in this refrigerator. A circuit board. Yeah, Yeah. a circuit board in the back. Yeah. Well, that may be the whole problem to what your problem is with that refrigerator. The board is defective. Needs yeah, to be yeah, replaced. I, I thought maybe that. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you might call a service technician to to confirm that, so that you don't go and buy an expensive part that's wasted. Let's yeah. put it that way. So you, you, I'll you let have, you go. You have any... uh, me? Well, go have you called Busens? No, no, just just for the just for the parts, and, and no, I know. Uh, uh, do you have any suggestions who I could call to have somebody come out? Busen? Yeah, call Busen's. They've been around for years. They know what they're doing, and they're honest. They're a good technician to come out? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. They uh, have been taught well. Let's put it that way. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I think I think that board costs about $250. Well, there you've got to make a decision whether you're going to fix this or not. That's up to you. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's cheaper than buying a new refrigerator. Right. Yeah. 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 They probably have to order because they had to order that. Uh, yeah, well, they may. Overload. But they may. You've been having problems with this for a few weeks. and uh, you'll, yeah, two, weeks. two weeks. Yeah, well, you'll be able to stand it for a while longer if they have to order the board. Let's put it that yeah. way. Well, you know, the, the light on the, on the dispenser for the water and ice, it, yeah. The on now just went off. I'm standing right in front of it. It's going on, yeah. off, on, off. And, uh, and But the, the light on the inside refrigerator is on all the time. That's a different circuit, right? Right. Right. Exactly. Well, I got to let you go here. It's going to be <laughs> Okay, Joe. Thank you very hour. much. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. It is 6.16, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by SPS Glass Block. If you're a homeowner and you have somebody in your basement and they cannot get out of the basement during a flood, during a fire, and they should perish, unfortunately, you're in big trouble. Not just because somebody died in your basement, because you're going to go to prison. It's mandatory that you have an egress window in your basement for someone to escape a dangerous situation. An SPS glass block can install an egress window at a very reasonable cost and make you a safer consumer and make anybody staying down in the basement a safer consumer. Call SPS glass block. The number is 844-482-7378. That's 844-482-7378. If you have a furnace, you're going to be interested in our discussion with Tim from Livonia. We're going to be talking to Tim on the other side of the commercial break. If you have a dryer, you're going to like to hear what we talk about with Nancy from Clarkston. If you've got a stove, you're going to want to hear what we talk about with Jerry from Lake Orion. And if you've got a particular appliance problem or question, you're going to want to give us a call right now as well. 800 859 0957. 
That's 800-859-0WJR. Helping us out in the WJR control room this morning is senior studio engineer and board operator, Brian Morton. I'm doing my best to help out as well. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and this is the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, on the great voice of the Great Lakes, 760 WJR. Here's the phone number to call with your appliance repair or your appliance purchase. Question 800 859 That's 800 wjr It is 623, and that makes it time for... Joe Gannon's Top of Mind Topics. And I've talked about the cold where I come from in northern Ontario, Canada. I've talked about the temperature being 30, 40 degrees below zero for constant weeks on end. But I want to talk about today the furnace that was in our home. As a young boy, maybe eight, nine years old, my responsibility came to be taking care and filling the furnace with coal, C-O-A-L, coal. We had a chute that was outside. You'd open up this chute, and a coal truck would come by and pull into the driveway and shoot the coal down a chute into the basement. That was the coal room. My job was to always make sure that furnace had coal in it, to stoke it in the middle of the night and to keep it going all day. <laughs> sometimes it was so cold during the summer days. Sometimes I kept that furnace going all the time. When we have Mark Ratliff on from Ratliff uh, Heating and Air Conditioning. Hartford uh, and Ratliff. Yeah, when we have them on today uh, near the uh, 8 o'clock hour, I'm going to ask him what kind of furnace I had because I know it was big, it was round, it had a whole tank for hot water. My mother used to take a, we used to take a a big, shiny aluminum laundry tub, put it on the floor, and my little brother and I, that was our bath. Our bath, once or twice a week, wasn't often but uh, and my mother used to make sure we were dry before we got out of that basement. It was all done in the basement. I mean, getting too private now. But anyways, I'm going to ask Mark Ratliff what kind of furnace I had, which was gravity fed, and we'll learn a little more about the furnace when we talk to Mark Ratliff at ten to eight this morning. I'm Joe Gannon, and that's top of mind subject for today. Joe, our next caller has a furnace question. Let's see if he has a coal-powered furnace. I'm going to bet he's more updated than that. On the line from Livonia, this is Tim. Good morning, Tim. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Good morning. I love your show. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. I have a natural gas furnace, and I have a a problem with dust in the house. Um, I change the filters out like every three months. I buy the little more expensive ones. And uh, just wondering if there's anything I can do to help get rid of the dust in the house. You don't have any new carpet in the house, do you? No. Okay. Uh, we have 
We took all the carpet out, and we have wood floors. Okay. And, uh, they're a little darker, so that's where you can see the dust. Yes. Now, when's the last time you had your air ducts cleaned? I had that done right after we took out a wall and some construction, probably about, I would say, four or five years ago. Well, the association says every four years you should have your air ducts cleaned. I don't know if I believe that or not, or not but uh, I've never lived in a home without having the air ducts cleaned. Now, yeah, we were amazed when we had it done. It was right after construction, oh, yeah. and it's amazed. We we're just totally amazed of all the stuff that came out of there. So, and I would say let's do it again. I know it's expensive, okay, but. When Dalton Environmental cleans your air ducts, they go in with a camera before and they go in with a camera after. And just the fact that he'd go in and with a camera tell you, hey, here's where your dust is coming from. And uh, I'd have it done again. That's really what I'd do to solve the problem. And it does solve the problem and has for years. And what's the name of the company again? It's called Dalton Environmental. I'll give you the phone number. Oh, yeah. He's he's originally from Livonia, as a matter of fact. Oh, no kidding. Here's his phone number. 877-325-8667. And he is... 325-8667. Yes, and he is the best there is in the business. Been with me 28 years on radio. Wherever I was, he was with me. Oh, okay, very good. And what do you think the average cost of this would be nowadays uh, for that? We have a little three-bedroom brick ranch. Yeah, I, I'd rate it in maybe 400 450 oh, okay. But okay. he can best tell you that. He'll give you a, 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 they'll give you a price on just based on how many registers you have. So okay. count that Very amount. Good. Yeah. All right. Very good. All right, Thank Tim. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling, Tim. Take care. Joe, another thought that comes to my mind when I hear that discussion you just had with uh, Tim, and and I too have had Dalton Environmental come out and clean the air ducts in my home, completely happy with their service. But I was vacuuming the house one time and and you know noticing what I got when I vacuumed and said to my brother Bill, "Gosh, my house is dusty," and his answer to me was, and he takes care of the the, the uh, vacuuming in his house. All homes are dusty, so for whatever it's worth. Dust is just part of a home. All right, let us go to Clarkston now. We got a dryer that works, but the timer doesn't. Let's talk to Nancy. Nancy, good morning. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Oh, hi, Joe. Yeah, hi. I called you before. Yeah. This time I have a question about my clothes dryer. Uh, the timer isn't working on it right now. I mean, I just set a, I set a kitchen timer so I can keep track of it. But it, and sometimes the the uh, door will just open on its own once in a while. Uh, so I don't know what that... Now, I do have that plan where you can call uh, DTE, but I just called on the furnace not long ago, so I was trying to hold off on that. Uh, so can you what, tell me anything What kind about? of dryer? What kind of oh, dryer yeah. do you have? 
Yeah, I should have known you'd ask me that. I think I can tell you in just a second. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's a whirlpool. Whirlpool. Where, where's the lint filter on the dryer? Uh, it's on the top, on the right top side. Okay. How old is the dryer? Oh, well, I knew you'd probably ask me that too. Um, well, I think it's between three and five, or five years old, six years old. It's not too old. Well, let me tell you that it's a very good dryer. Oh, okay. That's a well, Whirlpool good. dryer made by Whirlpool, made to last 15, 20 years. Oh, that's good. Now, why is it not working properly? The timer yeah. won't advance. Well, the timer has a time cycle on it, you know, minutes, and it's right. got a more or less, less dry or more dry, it's got right. that cycle too. So if you yes, set the timer for minutes, right. does it does the timer move then? No, it does not. It doesn't. Just, I don't think it moves either. Whether you put it on the the one side where it's less dry, et cetera. I don't think it'll. Yeah. I don't think it moves either either one. But I'm not positive. Right. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't move on either one. But I know it doesn't move on the the time whatever minutes I put it well, on. Well, you make sure of that. Okay, because if okay. it doesn't advance on either side, I'm going to right. say you need a new timer. Okay. And uh, you can Pretty take sure it from there. It yep. But uh, you can order a timer through uh, repairclinic.com, which is in Canton, Michigan. Or you can call a service company around you to order the timer for you and maybe have it installed by them. But that choice is up to you. Well, I'll just call DT because I'm paying for the monthly service for that. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why yeah. you've got okay. it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, can I ask one other quick question about draining my hot water tank? Sure. Go okay. Ahead. Thank you very much. Okay. It's an electric tank. I've done it before, but it's been a little while. Uh, am I supposed to turn off the power first before I uh, let the water out? If you drain your hot water tank... And you get below where the element, it's electric, so got two elements right. on it. Right. If you get below the level of the element and you turn it and you leave it on, it'll burn out that element immediately. That's, that's what I thought. So I got to turn off the power then. So you got to turn off the power just okay. to be sure. You only need to drain a couple of buckets, you know. Right. Yeah. And, okay. That's what I thought. And when you see that stuff coming out of there and then it stops coming out of there, that's when you stop and reverse the procedure and turn it back on. Okay. Now, the last few times I've done that, I really couldn't see that anything was coming out. I don't know if I waited too long to start doing it or what. Well, but, uh, how old is the tank? Well, I think the tank has got to be, I'm guessing, uh, oh, my goodness, uh, I would say over eight years and maybe closer to 10 or so. I just, I don't know. I can't keep track of, of my time. Did you, start, did you start doing this immediately when you bought the I, tank? I, yeah, I did. I did try yeah. to do that at the beginning. Yeah, I did try oh. to do it at the beginning. Well, just continue to do it because there's stuff coming out of there. Trust me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks, Nancy. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate You're very it. Welcome. Turn off Thanks. that power, and that way I won't burn out my yeah. helmet. All right. Right. Okay. Take care. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
We're coming up on 635, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Dalton Environmental Cleaning. I said it earlier, 28 years cleaning air ducts in people's homes. Never had a complaint about his work. Never, not once. And he is the best. He does a great job, and he does it the way it's supposed to. He gets schooled every year by an organization he belongs to on how to clean the air ducts in a home. He's good, folks. His number, 877-DALTONS. That's 877-325-8667. Jerry from Lake Orion, hold the line. You're going to be our next phone caller. We're going to talk to you about the touchpad on your stove. And we want to invite anyone else listening to give us a call right now with your appliance repair or your appliance purchase question as well. Call us right now. We'll be able to get to you fairly quickly. 800-859-0957. That's 800-859-0WJR. I am your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next segment of the longest-running appliance repair radio show in America. Think about it. That's what you're listening to. It's going right through the WDR control room in the new center area of Midtown Detroit, that golden tower, the Fisher building. It's 760. It's the Home and Appliance Show with a consumer advocate and appliance doctor, Joe Gannon on WJR. We are happy to be here with you on this Sunday morning. We are the Home and Appliance Show. We're going until eight o'clock this morning. Lots of good programming on WJR after that. And to tell us about it is the host, the co-host and host of The Car Show, heard on WJR every Saturday morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I present to you, Brian Morton. Thank you, Hammer. Following the appliance doctor is, as always, JR Sunday with Mark Hollis. The Inside Outside guys are live from the Novi Home Improvement Show. Uh, then they have a special Atlas Home Improvement Show after that. Opportunity Detroit, Healthline, Travel Michigan, Discoveries in Health. It goes on and on and on. We never stop here, Hammer. Good for you. Thank you, Brian. Joe, if you would, tell us about Hartford and Ratliff. Homeowners, have you thought about installing a tankless water heater? If so, they have never been more affordable and cost efficient. But make sure you call my friends at Hartford and Ratliff to get a quote. Since 1955, Hartford and Ratliff, a family-owned business, has been installing, servicing, and repairing water heaters, pool heaters, boilers, plumbing, furnace, and air conditioners, plus the tankless water heaters now have a number of government and utility rebates available. That's Hartford and Ratliff. Go online at hartfordandratliff.com or call them at 248 471 3110. Joe, we've got a touch pad on a stove in Lake Orion that won't light up. Let's go out there and see if we can help out Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Oh, thanks for taking my call, Joe. Um, happy Sunday to you. Thank you. Joe, I have a, um, a Frigidaire electric stove. It was manufactured in March of 2000. Everything on the stove works just fine, except for the touchpad. It won't, very little of it lights up. And I guess my question to you, Joe, is 
I'm going to call in a repair service because I wouldn't know what to do with it. But would I be ahead of the game to get in touch with repairclinic.com and order a new touchpad so everything is at my house when the repairman comes? Or do you think maybe it could be something else, like a loose wire to the board or something like that? Well, that's basically a good question, and that's really why you need the service of a technician who's qualified to fix that stove. So that's the first point. You've got to find somebody that's qualified, and when you make the call to a service company in your area, ask the question, is the service technician coming to my home qualified to work on electronic stoves? And if you get any negative kind of response, call somebody else. But that's the first place you start. Now, if you order a part, an electric part in particular from repairclinic.com, you ask the question, can I send this part back and get my money back if we don't use it? And it's pretty easy to tell if you used it because if it's electronic, it's electric, it's got little terminals on it. You mark the terminals when you put the spade on it. So that becomes obvious. So uh, get that fact first. Then Okay. But you, you may want to wait to see what the service technician says to you. Now, the stove is 20-plus years, right? Yes. All right. Well, it was designed to run for 15 years, let's put it that way. So you're yeah. past... You're past the light expected lifespan. This doesn't mean your stove needs to be purchased a new one, but you're ex- past the expected lifespan. So be careful how much money you spend because if you spend a lot of money and then something that goes wrong again in a month's time from now and it costs a lot of money to fix that problem, then you really can can only you can kick yourself in you know where with your left heel so be careful what you spend other than yeah, that uh, i will joe yeah i kind of uh, had that in mind and i'm sure a, a circuit board isn't cheap but right oh uh, well if the rest right. of the stove and oven works that's yeah. a good thing yeah and just another word as long as i have you on the air when you mention about appliances that are made overseas, I couldn't agree with you more. They're all J-U-N-K. You got it. The four-letter favorite word of mine, J-U-N-K. Thanks so much for bringing that up. Take care. All right, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. It's now 6.45, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by DeRocher's Appliance. A lesson in buying an appliance. That's what you get. When you get to DeRocher's Appliance in Monroe, Michigan, and their second store in Sylvania, Ohio, and if you stop by the ice rink, you'll see they probably own the ice rink there in Sylvania. Well, the same thing with their appliance store. Began way back, over 70 years ago, and it's beautiful. In downtown Monroe and Sylvania, not only major home appliances, 
but furniture, Lazy Boy, the whole line, mattresses at the Monroe store, dinettes, and outdoor grills at boat stores, beautiful grills. They're all about servicing their customers. Give them a call, 734-241-7626. That's 734-241-7626. We're going to be talking with Mary from Farmington Hills about a refrigerator problem. We're going to be talking about uh, a washer problem with uh, Tom from Pontiac and uh, another washer problem, Evan in Toledo. So they're all upcoming. We want to invite you to call as well, 800-859-0957. It's 800-859-0WJR. I am your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and this is the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor. The doctor is in, Joe Gannon on 760 WJR. Joe, I just smelled some burning looked around to see where it was coming from, and guess what it was? What? A $10 bill burning a hole in my pocket. If I or anyone listening, Joe, has $10 burning a hole in their pocket, do you have a suggestion on something we can do with that $10? Well, for that $10, a consumer, a listener, a radio listener, can call spectrumhuman.org or go to the computer and... There's a site there where they can order the Appliance Doctor's monthly newsletter. That means you'll get the newsletter for the next 12 months. I mean, McDonald's doesn't sell it. Cheap hamburger. Well, this is not a cheap newsletter. This is a letter-based newsletter based on information that's always beneficial to any consumer reading it. There's tips in there, service pointers. There's information on products uh, like never, nowhere else can you buy it. $10 a month. Take care of a whole year's and if you haven't resubscribed after you've received it for a year, you won't get any more. You have to resubscribe to spectrumhuman.org. You, anything you want to add to that, Donald? The Spectrum Human Services every day. They're helping children teens and families struggling with mental, physical, and emotional challenges so you can help them in their mission to help those that need their assistance most and help yourself in the process. Subscribe to Joe Gannon's monthly email newsletter. Minimum $10 donation does it for a year. If you'd like to donate more, please do. Just go online to spectrumhuman.org. Let's go to uh, Farmington Hills now. Let's talk to Mary who's got a refrigerator with water in the bottom. Good morning, Mary. Thanks for calling. And how may we help you? Um, I have a Kenmore refrigerator, uh, top freezer with an ice maker. Uh, and it's probably about 20, at least 20 years old. And I have water it's underneath the vegetable and fruit bin. You have a plug drain, which is the most common service call in America on refrigerators, which is something you can fix yourself. Are you ready? I'm ready. Now, if you take and look against the back wall inside the refrigerator, up high, right underneath the ceiling, against the back wall, you may be able okay. to see you may be able to see a little white plastic cup affair 
that the water is dripping into that but not going down the tube to underneath the drain pan underneath the refrigerator. All right. Do you, do you see anything there? Well, they've got it covered up pretty much with plastic, the ice maker and everything. Yeah, but you're uh, looking. Now you're you're not you're not looking yeah. in the the freezer now. You're looking in the refrigerator, right? Oh no, no, I'm in the freezer. Ah. The refrigerator, the refrigerator doesn't have anything except a puddle of water. Right, but yeah. against. <laughs> let me say it again now, okay? Against the back wall, right yeah. underneath the ceiling, against the back wall. There's usually a little cup affair made of plastic or rubber that catches the water during defrost. Do you see that? Oh, hang on. I think I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. There's nothing there. All right. Well, then so, you're going to go in, into the freezer section now. You're going to yeah. remove you're going to remove the screws that hold the back wall inside the freezer, okay? There's four six screws you'll take off. The back wall will come out in the freezer. Are you with me, Mary? I'm looking. There are no screws on my freezer on the back wall. Oh, yes there are, okay? <laughs> that back wall has it to come off. Like it looks like it just sort of snaps. Well, off. you take a look. All right, I do, but there is a tube for my ice maker. I feel that plastic. Right. Well, that's not what we're looking at now, okay? Oh, okay. When you when you remove that back wall inside the freezer, yeah. you're going to see an evaporator. That's where the cold is. And you're going to see yeah. a drain trough on the bottom of that. Okay. There's a hole in the drain trough. Find the hole. Stick a turkey baster in the hole and squeeze the bulb on the turkey baster after you've used hot water in the turkey baster and squeeze that bulb three times, not just once, three times. Okay. okay. And, then, and then now you're going to clear the plug drain and it won't cost you a service call or labor or anything. You did it yourself. So where yourself. is the water going? The water goes into the drain pan underneath the refrigerator okay and, and it, it's not i don't it, have a, i don't have a drain pad in this this refrigerator that i can pull out and empty i used to on my old one yes you used to but they made them different today they soldered them they don't want you to empty them they don't care if you <laughs> die from bacteria or anything like that i call it the four letter word j u n k <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for calling, dear. Take care. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Joe, we've got a couple of callers on the line that I'm going to ask to hold through the 7 o'clock news, which is coming up in a couple of minutes, so we can really give each of them the time they deserve with their questions. So Evan from Toledo and Tom from Pontiac, if you'll hold the line, we'll get to you after the 7 o'clock news and give you the time you deserve, all right? In about an hour from now, let's call it at 7.52 this morning, Joe's going to be talking to uh, Mark Ratliff from Hatford and Ratliff 
Hartford and Ratliff are your trusted furnace and water heater experts in Metro Detroit for over 65 years. The original hot water specialist since 1955. And they're going to be talking about all things important to this subject matter, including the fact that it's not too late for customers to have their boilers checked before the season gets full bore. So that's uh, Mark Ratliff talking with Joe Gannon at 7.52 this morning right here on WJR. want to remind you that there's a few ways to stay in touch with the Home and Appliance Show during the week when we're not on the radio. One way to stay in touch is to visit our webpage. To do that, just go to wjr.com slash appliance. When you're there, you can listen to past episodes of the show so that if you missed one and want to hear it again, uh, you can do that. If you heard one and want to hear it again, I should say if you missed one and want to hear it, heard one or want to hear it again, you can do it right there while you're at the website at wjr.com slash appliance. Another way to stay in touch with the show is to subscribe to our show as a podcast. If you listen to podcasts, just go to your podcast software, do a search for the Home and Appliance Show, hit subscribe, and it'll pop up every week, and you can listen to the show that way as well. And then you can always email Joe Gannon at his own personal email address. And here is that address. It's the first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com. All right, coming up, the 7 o'clock news. You want to listen with your right ear. You want to dial Joe Gannon with your left hand. The number to call with your appliance repair question during the news, 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. And a good Sunday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. We welcome you to the Home and Appliance Radio Program right here every Sunday from 6 till 8 a.m. If you've got a question, comment, suggestion, complaint, anything to say about your major home appliances, and here are the subjects that we cover on this radio show. Washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, even the humidifier on the side of your furnace. We cover all these and a few more on top of that. And we do it every Sunday from 6 to 8. And the guy who shows you how to get on this radio program and does it like the professional he is, our co-host and director and producer, Donald the Hammer Schuster. <clears throat> me, 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 me. I have often walked down the street before. But the pavement always stayed beneath my feet before. All at once am I several stories high, knowing I'm on the street where you live. That goes out to Kathy and Karen, who were kind enough to be among the people that stopped by to say hello to you yesterday, Joe, at High Loft Appliances. Did you like your visit there in Chelsea? I had a great time, especially with the family and the kids. And the people that came over, and we had a lot of people came over. It was very worthwhile. And uh, we'll do it again down the road. And we were seated right in the area of their new extension. They had an original location that's been there for years. Then they bought the location next door, knocked out the wall, extended their location now to cover previously two stores. And in that new area that they uh, acquired, they put their really high-end appliances uh for uh, people that are really looking for the very best of the best. So it was really special to see all of that, wasn't it? Yes, very much so. And you're right. Those products are high-end. 
but like sub-zero refrigerators, they only last 50 plus years. Now, that's tell me, it. Yeah. And they, I mean, tell me what other brand of refrigerator lasts for 50 years. Not too many. Very good. 7.52 this morning, later this hour, Joe's going to be talking to Mark Ratliff from Hartford and Ratliff, your trusted furnace and water heater experts in Metro Detroit for over 65 years, the original hot water specialist since 1955. We're going to be talking about all kinds of important things, but not the least of which reminding us that it's not too late for customers to have their boilers checked before the season gets full bore. So that is Mark Ratliff talking with Joe Gannon at 7.52 later this hour. Our phone number is 800-859-0957. That's 800-859-0WJR. We thank him for holding on the line. We want to give him all the help he deserves. He's got a question regarding a washer and maybe even a furnace question as well from Toledo Joe on the line. This is Evan. Hello, Evan. Thanks for the phone call and how may we help you? Well, good morning, Joe. Uh, I uh, had two questions quick things hopefully um i uh i recently bought a brand new whirlpool washer and the other day i was just curious while it was in its first uh uh, uh section of uh, uh washing i opened the lid and it was like a quarter full of water there was i mean comparatively little water in there and apparently is it true that the, they've designed things now that they're afraid they're going to use fresh water, and so they don't use much? Well, first of all, I'm going to ask you a question. I'll ask you to be open with me. Where did you buy this washer? Uh, ABC. Why didn't the salesperson say to you, this washer you're buying does not have very much water in it for energy savings? Did he say that or she nope. say that? Nope. Well, nope. I, I'd call uh, ABC back. You'll find them very generous in helping people with problems. And I say, I tell them, hey, I was talking to an appliance doctor. He told me that your salesperson who sold me this machine should have explained it a little further because now I'm not happy. And it's true. They make washing machines today that only have so much water in it so they can meet the energy standing ratings that are put forth by the government. So I know I tested one of these machines a couple of years ago when they first came out. I put a Carhartt jacket in the machine. I let it go through the whole cycle, which took 40 minutes or whatever. I took the jacket out. Half the jacket wasn't even wet. I know. I'm thinking I'm going to have to, once it fills, I'm going to have to dump another uh, bucket of water in it to uh, yeah. Yeah. where I want it. And that's not the way a washer should be working in your family, in your home. And I would raise a little cane. I'd do it like a gentleman, but I'd raise a little cane. Yep, yep. Oh, and I, uh, my second thing was I wanted to make a quick comment. Uh, you were, on your point of mind, you were talking about the old gravity furnaces and uh, uh yeah i remember i remember very well when i grew up back in the uh, very early 50s in toledo we had what one exactly like what you had but it was it had been converted to oil and uh but it boy it really heated the house nice and then of course a lot of them they uh uh, uh later 
converted to forced air. They added a blower to them. Now, uh, apparently that was a, a, a big thing, was apparently to make it supposedly more efficient. But uh, now I live in a 107-year-old home that's a wonderful place. It's got its original boiler. And really? Radiator heat. It's radiator heat, and I've, I've replaced my gas, uh, my, my limit switches and my wiring and my gas valves in it. But that thing is just wonderful, and it... Uh, if the electricity goes out, I've got heat because it generates, the pilot generates its own uh, yeah. circuit. Well, that's great. I'm learning about an old furnace I can't even remember, but I'm learning. Thanks for the call. All righty. Take care. Joe, normally it's not considered polite to brag. But I think we've got an exception here. Somebody wants to brag on something he's got in his house. I'm going to let you tell him about it. Uh, this is uh, from Pontiac. Tom. Hi, Tom. Thanks for the phone call. And How may we help you? Good morning, Joe. I'd like Good to mo- brag about my 51-year-old Kenmore heavy-duty 70-series extra-capacity washer. Yeah, uh, they uh, don't I, make them like that anymore. Uh, we've been married 57 years. Uh, we've never had service on this machine. Uh, everything's original on it. We do use the uh, the uh, vinegar treatment periodically. Uh, everything's original. Never had to call service, and uh, I, I we can't be happier. Raised two children, uh, and we also have never owned a dryer. We hang outside in the good weather, and in our finished basement, we have a retractable clothesline and uh, hang clothes up in the wintertime inside. It's amazing how much longer the clothes last. Oh, yeah. Well, the heat factor in some dryers, you know, uh, is watched closely by the government because they they don't make the clothes as strong as they used to, and... The high heat factor on some dryers can hurt the clothes, like you just mentioned. Right. But it, it's nice to hear about an old washing machine that has never had service. Fifty-one never had years. Service. Never had the the uh, the hoses are still in good shape because I check them all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it's amazing. It's been amazing to us. So. Well, let me say. Let me just give you an idea why. That washer's still running without problems, 51 years. And one of the big reasons is you and your wife, and I'm assuming you do the wash once in a while. Oh, yes. Not very often, but. Yeah, but you don't overload the washing machine. That's the biggest thing that people do in taking life away from their clothes washer is overload the machine. Right. So I always tell people, look at, throw the clothes in very gently. Don't pack them in the machine. Load the clothes with loose, uh, the washer with loose-fitting clothes up to the top holes on the inside of the drum. You open the lid, you see the holes on the inside of the drum. Up right. to the top holes. If you use that as a guide for loading your machine. It will run for 51 years, maybe. <laughs> okay. 
Yes, so I just like to like uh, to get a chance to brag about my my Kenmore. So years ago, I'm, I used to work for Sears. So yeah, well, it's too bad they're out of business. Yep. a lot of a lot of people lost a lot of money. That's uh, for sure. Yeah, I thank you for the phone call. Take care All of yourself. Right. All right, I thank you for listening. Thank you. All right, you have sir. a good day. Thank you. It is 7.17 on this Sunday morning. We're talking about October 15th, 2023. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning. Sharon's Heating and Cooling. We hear their commercials all through the days of every day of the week. It's the home of the $59 tune-up. That's right. $59 tune-up. And uh, they have a rebate system. Well, you really, you call Sharon's, ask them about the $59 tune-up that they can give your furnace and get everything ready for winter so you don't have any problems. Call Sharon's at 734-331-8843. That's 734-331-8843. We got plenty of great callers still coming up. We got Sandy from Algonac. We've got Jim from Louisville, Kentucky. Rick from Lapeer. Nancy from Dearborn. Andy from Lapeer. Bill from Chesterfield. The calls are coming in to the Home and Appliance Show. And I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next segment of this show being helped for us this morning in the WGR control room by senior studio engineer and board operator Brian Morton. It's the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on 760 WJR. The doctor is in the house. Let's put him to good use. Go out to Algonac with a toilet problem on the line, Joe. This is Sandy. Good morning, Sandy. Thanks for the phone call, and how may we help you? Good morning, Joe. Thank you for helping me or trying to. Uh, on the toilet, I have um, I need a repairman, a phone number for repairman. For I have my two faucets, one in the kitchen, one in the utility room, and in my uh, toilet's been fixed but it's leaking again so if you could give me a phone number for repairman i really appreciate it well uh i've got uh i've got all sorts of phone numbers but who have i got that's in the plumbing industry and where do you live i made that where algonac michigan oh how far is that away from here where are you? Well, Detroit. Oh, 50 miles. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're gonna go. You're gonna find somebody in your area. You're gonna look at the yellow pages. Call your chamber of commerce in that, in that little town and see who it belongs to the chamber or the Rotary, the Kiwanis Club. Somebody good needs to come to your home, and you need to make sure they're good. And these people who join the Rotary and Kiwanis Club and Chamber and all that, they're usually very good. So that's my suggestion to you, dear. Okay, I appreciate it. And I was wondering about you talking about the washing machine. And um, my my Whirlpool, I'd like to put some vinegar in it. How, how much would I put in and what? which one wash do I put it on? How do I do? How much vinegar do I put in the washing machine? Well, first of all, turn the heat up in your hot water heater in your house. 
You want a hundred you want a hundred and forty degree temperature water, and it's gonna take an hour to get there if you're not there now. You want the hot water hot. Okay. Now now you fill the machine up with water all the way to the top and you pour in two gallons of white vinegar and you turn the machine on and let it agitate for ten minutes. At the end of 10 minutes, shut the machine off. Let it sit overnight. Oh, sit overnight. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, that's it. That's it, and then that's it. Just drain it and rinse it, and it's all done. Well, just let it agitate for 10 minutes. Yeah. Shut it off and let it sit overnight. And the next day, go and turn the timer back on and let it go through the rest of the cycle. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, really enjoy your program. Thank you very much for calling. Take care. You too now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's cross state lines now, Joe. Let's go to Louisville, Kentucky and talk to Jim. Okay. Good morning, Jim. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Well, thanks for taking my call, Joe. I've been listening to you for years from living up in northern Ohio, and I still listen to you down here. Thank uh, you. I've got three issues real quick. I hope it can be real quick. One is uh, we bought a house recently that's got a Gen Air uh, stove in it, and the glass top is marred from years of use. Um this particular model, I called Gen Air to try to get a new top for it. The unit's obsolete. You can't can't get any parts for it, but it still works. Is there any way to polish the top of the stove to uh, get it looking halfway decent anymore? I was thinking of taking just automotive rubbing compound and buffing it out. Um, let me tell you how to clean that, okay? And, okay. Uh, trust, it works for 99% of the people. With the stove, when you buy it today, you get a razor blade. Did you know that? No. Yep. Jim, they include a razor blade because the stove's tops look bad because somebody didn't take care of it the way they should have, and that's why it looks bad. But if you take a razor blade and you can scrape that material off of the top, and then you need to go to the appliance store and buy some compound that is a glaze and a polish. That's what you need to do after you put the razor blade to it. Okay. Sears used to get 200 of these tops back under warranty, and they found that every one of them that they got back could be cleaned with a razor blade. So let me enthuse you with that. Okay. All right. What's the next one? Um. The Still related to Gen Air, should my wife, because it's so old, uh, does anybody in the United States building uh, stove like Gen Air that's got a downdraft vent on it? Because it's out in the middle of the room. We don't have a hood over it. Yeah. And a lot of people own those and complain about those because the grease and so forth floats in the kitchen in the air, in the on the dishes, in the cupboard. There's been many complaints filed against Gen Air 
product like that, but people continue to buy them. They like to barbecue inside the house. Let's put it that way. Okay. So I, I don't know who else makes a product like Gen Air, but I'd shop around the stores. I, I can't say that there's not the product like that in a store, and you'll find that out when you go shopping. Very good. Thank you. And the next question is, we have a Roper refrigerator. The freezer freezes fine. We have no refrigeration in the bottom section. Is it a self-defrosting refrigerator? Uh, yes, I believe so. It's it's fairly old. I can't tell you how old, but yeah, yeah. There's never any frost in. It. There's a little bit of frost that's backing up in the fridge. I was thinking of emptying the fridge shutting it off for a couple of days and leave it open and let the whatever's frozen somewhere thaw out and hopefully it would sort of flush itself out. Well, I would suggest you do that. I would suggest okay. you turn it off, open the door. Uh, you might even supplement uh, by quicking it, uh, doing it a little faster uh, by using a, a hair dryer or something. To warm any plates up that are in the refrigerator section, any kind of aluminum plate that you have in there, and uh, call me back. Let me see. Let me know what you find if you see a cold plate in there. How much snows on it, etc. Is there a drain from the top to the bottom that might be plugged? Well, there could be, but you'd see water inside the product if that was the case on the floor okay. of of the refrigerator section. Okay. So, I'll look closer, but I don't think I... Well, I haven't pulled the drawers out. It may be underneath yeah. the drawers. Yeah, well, as Harry Truman once said, give him hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, All I'll right. My okay. Last question yeah. Kenmore washer-dryer combo, you know, where the dryers are above the washer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Out-of-balance situation on the the washer pulled a vacuum hose off the, the level sensor. Um, okay. You can pull the panel off the front. We had a had an appliance seller come out. He pulled the panel off the front. He says, I know exactly what happened, you know, because it flooded our basement. It kept filling and yeah. wouldn't ever shut up. Right. And so you could reach around and plug the hose back on, but I want to get back there and get a little clamp on it. And is it, but I, I don't know how to, it looks pretty difficult to get a panel off to get to the back. What do you suggest to, to get to this hose where I can work on it? I can reach it, but I can't get in there with a pair of pliers or, you know, screwdriver or anything. Well, pull the washer away from the wall so you've got some distance to pop the top up on the machine. And okay. So how old is that washer? 20 maybe all right well you may have a direct drive or you may have um, the newer one but the top or the cabinet comes off go to YouTube and find a, a YouTube video there that shows you how to take the cabinet off the machine it's a little tricky but it can be done easily all you need to know is how and that takes a long explanation. You and I be on the phone here for 45 minutes. Everybody else will be swearing at me. So uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to say go 
to a video and learn how to take the cabinet off. Once you do that, you can get to that tube that leads to the uh, control, water level control. And uh, that's no problem putting the clamp on there. As for okay. it jumping around, okay, uh, that washing machine has should have self-leveling legs in the back, which means you've got to raise the back of the machine and drop it on the floor just a couple inches. And it has self-leveling legs on the washing machine. Okay. All right. I'll give it a whirl, and I thank you so much for your help. You keep listening, Jim, from Louisville, Kentucky. We need all the listeners we can get and always a lot of callers. Thank you so much. It is 7.33, and the next segment, I mean the very next segment coming up, is presented to you by Hydloft's Appliances. In need of any new appliances or maybe one repaired, there is only one place to go. That is Hydloft's Appliance located in downtown Chelsea. Since 1928, Hydloft's Appliances, a family-owned business, has been selling and servicing all types and brands of appliances with their technicians having over 100 years combined experience. Hydloft's is the best around. Right now, purchase a qualifying Speed Queen washer and dryer set and you can receive a rebate exclusive to Hydloft's Appliance. If you want the best appliances and servicing around, see my friends in-store or online at hydloft's.com. Nancy from Dearborn, hold the line. We're coming to you. Andy from Lapeer, we're coming to you. We've got other callers on the line. We're going to do as our very best to get in as many of these as possible on the other side of the break. It's the Home and Appliance Show. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster. He is Joe Gannon, the Appliance Doctor. This is 760 WJR. We're going until 8 o'clock this morning, and then there's plenty of good programming the rest of the day on WJR. And to tell us about some of that programming is the host of The Car Show, heard every Saturday morning on WJR from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I present to you the legendary Brian Morton. Thank you, Hammer. Following the Appliance Doctors, JR Sunday with Mark Hollis, the Inside Outside Guys live from the Novi Home Show. Then a special hour with the Inside Outside Guys from Atlas Home Improvement, Opportunity Detroit, Inside Retirement, Travel Michigan, all leading up to Gridiron Wrap tonight at 7 o'clock. Joe, on the caller line now, we've got a caller from Dearborn. She ain't got forever. Her gas dryer takes too long to dry. This is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for the phone call. How may we help you? Hi, Joe. Thanks for being there. You're I welcome. My Kenmore dryer is maybe 30 years old, and last weekend I realized it takes at least two cycles to dry. So during the week I changed the, I think it's called the coils, those two, uh, or solenoids, whatever. Anyway, that improved it. 95%, but it still takes a little longer than one cycle. So yesterday I was checking the, there's two thermostats, a high limit and then the cycling thermostat, and they both show continuity at room temperature. And then this is, I put them in the oven and you know, as they heated up, I would, you know, the continuity would break. But right. I know that's 
not a very scientific way to do it. Yeah, or you could use the lighter. Oh. Um, but anyway, you know, it, it, they, they both, you know, there was no continuity once I put heat to them. So I'm, I'm stumped. Well, the first thing I'm going to ask is, tell me about the vent line leading from your dryer to the outside. Is it a long vent line? Has it recently been clean? Tell me about the vent line. It's only maybe four feet long, six feet at the most. It goes straight up the back of the dryer and out. Uh, I cleaned it yesterday, and it was not very dirty at all. Okay. Now, is it the dryer in the basement? Yes. So you go up the back wall and out a window, right? Yes. And you took it apart, did you, or how did you clean it? I ran the vacuum up. Through, through the dryer and everything. Um, and then the vent on the outside of the house, I took that off, reached in there. And yeah, there was some lint, but not a lot. It wasn't blocked or anything like that. So you got good air movement through that vent line? Yes. You would swear to that, right? Yes. Okay, well, remove the vent line. Remove okay. it from the back of the dryer. Okay. Open the window. Dry a load of clothes with the vent line off, and you're venting right into the basement. But remember, open a window. Right, okay. Now, let's see if that improves the drying effect. Okay. And uh, I'll be still here next week. You okay. You can call me and let me know, please. Okay. Thank you, okay. Joe. Oh, I appreciate you're very all welcome. You. Thank you. Joe, we got some listener who wants to give us and our listeners some advice. On the line from Lapeer, this is Andy. Hi, Andy. Thanks for the phone call. How can we help you? Well, <clears throat> you had a call a little while ago commenting on not much water in the washing machines and it didn't even get your jacket all wet. Right. We bought a new Kenmore washing machine about probably 10 years ago. And uh, it didn't have an agitator in the original sense. There was a little plate in the bottom that I think jumped up and down and back and forth. Don't know because once the lid's locked, you can't see it. Right. Anyway, the wife discovered that the control on it's a knob that turns to various things, delicate, normal. Yeah. Stuff like that. Found out that the washer, when you first load it up, first thing it does is weigh the load. That determines how much water it gets. Uh-huh. More, more pounds of clothes, more water. Okay. So put it on delicate and put it on. Waited until it got water in there and started to go to wash and held the off button and it went back and pumped all that water out. Then you start over with it still on delicate and push the button again. It's starts again, it weighs the load, and then puts water in it. Now, now, obviously, the load weighs more than it did when it was dry. Right. So that way, we got a little bit more water in there. Uh, I still use that method. And uh, like I said, I don't know how much more, but it's got to be more because it goes by weight. And that's my advice. People can try it anyway with their washing machine. All right. Well... And, uh, Andy, it's uh, very nice of you to call with that helpful information. We'll pass that on along to our listeners. Thanks so much. 
Thank you, Joe, and keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Take care. It is 744, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by ProTech Environmental. ProTech Environmental. By golly, these people can take care of radon problems like nobody else can. They've done my home, Donald's home, Trudy's home, several friends' home. They put in an environmental remediation system to take care of radon problems, which is good for the life of the house. Call 888-MR-RADON. That's 888-677-2366. That's 888-677-2366. Coming up in the next segment is Mark Ratliff from Hartford and Ratliff. Hartford and Ratliff is your trusted furnace and water heater expert in Metro Detroit for over 65 years. We're going to be talking about a lot of important topics, not the least of which is getting your boilers checked. That's coming up after the break. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on 760 WJR. Joe, I love a win-win situation and that's what your newsletter is a win for the consumer with the information you give them a win for spectrum human services with the donation i'll tell them about spectrum in a second but why don't you tell them about the win the benefit of the information you give them every month in your newsletter well you see you you can't just get that information anywhere because it comes from me it comes from my heart and I, you know, I pull some shady ones with names once in a while. And, uh, but it's information that people don't get anywhere. I mean, you can't watch a newscast and get information on a major home appliance unless it's a big, big recall with 2.8 million refrigerators or something like that. You, you can't get that information. So I get the information from the service and the sales industry of major home appliances. And I pass it on to consumers. That makes this radio program what it's supposed to be, educational. It helps people. It truly does save money for people. It's an education with what radio is all about and should be. Not all about money but about education to the consumer. And that's why people have always listened to radio shows with educational information. I'm hitting that a little too hard. And well, that's exactly the kind of information that the listener is going to get in your monthly newsletter. They're right. going to get it for a minimum $10 donation. And that $10 donation goes to Spectrum Human Services, a family services agency working to strengthen Michigan children and families with foster care and adoption programs, assisted living, substance abuse, and more. So to get in on Joe Gannon's monthly email newsletter, just go online to donate to SpectrumHuman.org. S-P-E-C-T-R-U-M, SpectrumHuman.org. Hartford and Ratliff, they are your trusted furnace and water heater experts in Metro Detroit for over 65 years, the original hot water specialists since 1955. And this is the time of season where it's not too late to get your boilers checked before the season gets full bore. And that's why we've got him on the line. That's why he's ready to talk to you, Joe, from Hartford and Ratliff. I present to you Mark Ratliff. 
Good morning, Mark Ratliff. How are you? Great, Joe. How are you doing this fine morning? Doing just fine, Mark. Just fine. And uh, I'm so pleased to have you join us this morning because, you know, winter's right around the corner. Let's not deny it. Winter's right around the corner. And, you know, Mark, I, I have to ask a question. How, how, how many people have a boiler system taking care of their heating in homes? A lot? Well, basically it's about 15%. Uh, well, it's not really that high anymore. It's yeah. around 10, 12%. Uh, it was 15, dropped down to about three or four. And now it's really coming with radiant heat. Uh, a lot of the old homes are still sitting with, you know, boiler heat. Uh, and it's becoming a, a big thing again. Now, Mark, it's this is where, this, this is, uh, this is the system where you have a boiler and it feeds a radiator. Am I correct? Yeah, baseboard, radiator, uh, in-floor. Uh, it feeds piping, basically, um, and heats the house. It's a lot cleaner. It's one of the cleanest heats out there. Uh, humidity is a, is a problem. You don't always have humidity, so you've got to add humidity to the house. But as far as cleaning, you know, clean air, it doesn't circulate air through the house. It circulates heat, hot water heat. And yeah, I've heard it's a nice type of heat. But you mentioned yeah. humidity. What you have humidifiers? Do you, as a business, install and sell these humidifiers for a room or a house? Yeah, April Air makes one. Uh, there's been a few out there, and they kind of backed off the situation because not many people are using them. Yeah. Uh, but but you have standalone. You have Ones you can hook up to your system. You can have ones you can put in the house. You know, a lot, of, a lot of options in humidity to get out there. In the old steam systems, you used to put, you know, a pile of water on the on the radiator. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Some I'd see that some places. Right, and steam pretty much gives its own humidity uh, because you do have air vents on them that does humid it into the room. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, steam is probably the the best heat you can go with, but it's designed by dead men. You know, uh, they're they're not around anymore, and okay. and it, and it's expensive to put in, and it's definitely an art to put steam into a into a house. Really? Oh, definitely. Now I got to ask a question. Now this is selfish, because I was raised in northern Canada. Temperatures thirty, forty below zero for periods, long periods of time. And we had in our home, we had a nice home. We had in our home a boiler down the stairs. I call it a boiler, a great big round furnace that used to burn coal. We had a coal chute coming out from outside, a room right in front of the furnace that was filled with coal during the winter. And it was my job to keep that furnace filled with coal. I can't remember... If I that furnace ran all winter, uh, but I do remember, it did. I did. I do remember stoking the coal that my dad used to say, "Go stoke the furnace," and I go down there, and I, it was my job to take care of the ashes, put it, the ashes in a steel can, 
and Walt in the driveway was my our driveway was all brick, and it, it was, sloped sloped down. So I used the ashes in the driveway, or yeah. cars would get stuck. Uh, and, and, and the clinkers. Was, it was what, Mark? And the and the clinkers, you know, from the coal. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I knew that word. It was somewhere in there, right? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Mark, it was a heating system that fed the air through the grates on the floor, and there was no blower or anything like that, but it was good and good and hot and cold and everything. But it was a, a job, and a, it was my job, my job to take care of that furnace. And my dad used to hook up a hose, I think, and he'd make a rink in my backyard every winter. And he used to hook oh, up a hose to that boiler or whatever and yep. bring hot water onto the ice, which really froze quick. Yeah, it was a cast iron. It was probably an octopus style. Yeah. And uh, it had different vent pipes coming from it, but it was right, ran water through it. Yeah, right. Well, that was all very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it really but- is. And, and now's the time to really check your boiler system. If you have a boiler system, a lot of people are buying homes now that have never had boiler systems before. And they're kind of, I, I say, afraid of them. You know, they're they're not familiar with them at all. Yeah, yeah. And after we come in, um, it's good to have your boiler checked, especially if you don't know anything about it. Uh, have it checked. Have someone go over it with you and tell you the value of it and what goes on. The old steam systems... Uh, they need to be blown down. They need to be looked at and see what's going on and make sure the burners are clean and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's very important. Uh, with the hot water systems, pumps and zone valves are something that need to be checked uh, every year. They should be. Your pump should be oiled. Your zone valve should be checked to make sure they're functioning properly, uh, not sticking, um, things like that. And this is what you do for a living, Mark, and you have yes, for is. many years. And the phone number for people to contact you and get the work done now before it gets any colder, that phone number is 248-471-3110. Is that correct, Mark? Yes, it is. Well, it's nice to have you with me. 248-471-3110. I'll be in touch, Mark. Thanks, Joe. Have a Take great care day. of yourself. Thanks. Take care. Donald, you did a great job, as you always do. I thank appreciate you, it very much, and so do our listeners. You're the star of the show, but thank uh, you for that. Remember to stay in touch with the Home and Appliance Show. You can visit our website at wjr.com slash appliance. You can subscribe to our show as a podcast. Just do a search for the Home and Appliance Show in your podcast software. It'll pop up every week just like clockwork and you can email joe gannon at his own personal email address you just need the address and here it is it's the first four letters of appliance followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com that's a p p l d o c t at gmail.com